With Virgin Media, you can build up the entertainment and tear down the price. Switch to Virgin Media today and get super-fast broadband and TV for just €49 a month for an awesome 12 months. The sale that stacks up. Now on. See virginmedia.ie and check out how our mobile sales stacks up too. T's and C's apply. See virginmedia.ie. 12-month contract. Offer ends 27th of February 2019. Hi guys, well from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah It's Thank God I'm Atheist The podcast I'm Frank Feldman And I'm Dan Beecher And coming up today, it's a new year, Dan oh. Or at least in a couple days yeah, yeah. Probably when you're listening to us, it is And uh, so we want to talk about it being a new year People, maybe a new you There's a new you waiting for you, Dan Uh-oh For you, Dan Is he? Is he better looking? That'd be nice Quite possibly. <laughs> We're gonna if talk- that's what you want, that's what you get, Dan. We're going to talk about what you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, should probably should definitely one hundred percent. It is our command that you do uh, <laughs> in the upcoming yeah year of twenty and nineteen. Yeah, but first, Dan. Yeah, uh, I'd like to take us to Spain ah. for a little story about a village. Uh, that has recently uncovered the fact that their priest is fake. <laughs> they have a fake priest, Dan. Oh, no! He showed up a couple years ago, started priesting. Uh-huh. Performing marriages, baptisms, hearing confessions, etc. Doing everything <laughs> a priest would do. And he's fake. Wow. Uh, like, like, this is a Catholic thing? Catholic church. Uh, this is, uh, 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 usually they're pretty organized. Miguel Angel, uh, Ibarra. Okay. Okay. Uh, he was, uh, oh, I'm sorry. He was a, uh, pretended to be a Roman Catholic priest for 18 years. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> I think that might, that 18 years might be wrong. I think it was 18 months. Oh, it says 18 years there, though. So maybe he was pretending to be a, a priest in, in uh, Colombia as well, as well, which is where he's from. Uh, he moved to Spain from Colombia in October of 2017. Oh, okay. Um, and he's been in charge of the church uh, in the village of Medina Sidonia, uh, which, has, which is home to about 11,000 people. Sure. Right? Um, Cute ever little since. Town. They needed a little church. Yeah. Apparently, this has been a thing in Spain. Um, they're, they're having a hard time with their youngsters convincing them to become priests. To priestify. Uh, <laughs> why, I don't know. It seems like a wonderful life of celibacy, right? It who, seems wonderful. Who wouldn't want to be that? <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so they've been importing priests from South America okay. often, right? Sure. They speak English. I'm sorry. They speak Spanish already. Yeah. Um, they're and true believers, they, true believers. They and they and they they they've got priests coming out of their ears. Yeah, right. So anyway, uh, the Catholic Church has announced uh, that the marriages and baptisms carried out by uh, the fake priest will remain valid 
but you're going to have to go back and redo those confessions. Um, <laughs> they, those are not valid. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> like the thought, okay, well, you know, the, those the things, but look. You're not really absolved of those sins. (laughs) You went through the right motions and everything, and we applaud you for it. But uh, doesn't count. Get back in there and tell somebody who can who can really appreciate your your dirty dirty mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can you fucking believe that? That's awesome. I I love it. This guy. This guy. That's. I want. I want to know a how he found out about the vacancy. Like, how did he find out about this job? And then the balls to just walk into a, a, a parish and be like, I'm the new guy. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and nobody's like, we didn't get a letter about that. That's weird. <laughs> nobody shoots off a quick email. Right. No, nobody check. checks anything. It's just like, yeah. ah, welcome. Come on in. What is the diocese role in this whole thing? Go live over right? there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, theoretically, the, the a priest showed up at the diocese. I was just like, hi, I'm so-and-so from Columbia. You sent for me. And they were like shuffling the papers around and they're like, I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember. Did did you ask for a new priest? Sister Maria is so disorganized. We've got to get a new person Mm -hmm. handling the. I I like to think that he just showed up uh, Vicar of Dibley style (laughs) at the church. And then could just shield everybody because like then all of the missives, all of the all of the questions about it would just go to him. Right. Or would go to the church, and he can just say, "Give me the email address, and give me the logins, and everything." And he just changes it all up, and makes sure that like he gets all of the mail and everything. Right. He can shield the entire community from the Vatican. He he can keep them from getting <laughs> wise. Well, I don't know how all that works in the Catholic Church, but uh, yeah, the guy I he pulled he was- it off somehow. I think it, honestly, though, the the article uh, references falsified like certificates. Sure. And so I can be hard. I think he probably was in Colombia, found a listing, a help wanted ad, <laughs> right, in Spain, and sent them falsified, you know, s- credentials essentially. And I then when they like flew him over and he shows up, he's wearing, he went to some, you know, shop in, in, in Colombia and bought all the, the garb. Priest surplus found some- supply. <laughs> Absolutely. Ripped it off from some local priest. I mean, who knows? You know. I love it. That's and then, great. And uh, then got to live in Spain for a while. It sucks when somebody pretends to be in charge of a pretend thing. That is the worst. When, I know. You know. How dare he make up he false. Was, he was sort of not qualified credentials. to do the, that thing that they're all pretending to do. To, to, to spout all of mm-hmm. that fake nonsense. Fake authority to act in a with fake authority. What's next? Fake naturopaths? Oh my god! <laughs> He's been masquerading as a as a homeopath. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Uh, all right, I'm going to take us to Kiev in Ukraine, where uh, now I have been following, and I've been forcing all of our listeners to also follow the. Uh, the twists and turns of the Ukrainian patriarchate of the of the Orthodox Eastern Orthodox uh, Christian Church, yes, trying to break itself away from the Russian patriarchate, uh-huh. uh huh, uh, and 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 getting permission to do so and whatever. 
There's a new interesting wrinkle in this. Oh. My my side of our show is going to be a lot about church and state not being separated in a lot of countries Uh-oh. this week. Okay. I got one of those too, actually. Interesting. Uh, so in this case, the president of Ukraine, uh, Petro Poroshenko, Poroshenko mm-hmm. uh, has, decide, has signed a bill. They, th- this went through parliament. Signed a bill ordering Ukraine, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church to explicitly indicate that they are linked to the Moscow Patriarchate. So now there's two. There's a split. Mm-hmm. And there's the Ukrainian Orthodox Church that's not connected to the Russians. Right. And then there's the ones that are connected to the Russians. Oh. And now the the government has insisted that they make that, that they make it clear which one they are for branding purposes. Oh, for okay. accurate branding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Put a little seal on the door. Yeah, or, or like you know a little sickle and hammer or something. <laughs> of course. I'm, yeah. I'm not sure how one a bear. How do you how do you indicate we're the Russian one and we're and not the Ukrainian Ukrainian one? Yeah, I don't know. We're the Russian Ukrainian one. Probably just some words. Probably. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I like to go symbolic. <laughs> just a picture of of P- Putin looking angrily at you. Yeah, that's that's the church you want to go blessing to. Blessing you, yeah, angrily ex- blessing. You. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, so that's happening now. Uh, I didn't realize. I thought that they would just kick the Russians to the curb completely and just take over all of the stuff. But now there's apparently, a, I, I, I mean, the schism I thought would happen between Ukraine and Russia, but it's apparently happening in Ukraine. Wow. Skuntuntun. It's wow. That's a. It's an amazing update. On that. <laughs> Not sure why you'd give me shit about that. I find it interesting, <laughs> but okay. It's very nuanced, Dan. Well, yeah. It's, 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 I mean, it is fascinating. I'm really interested. I, I like. I keep watching it, going. I yeah. I'm just fascinated it's by what's happening. How because, things skiz. Well, and and just Russian power plays are kind of a big deal mm. in the universe right now. Right, right, right. And uh, and this is and it's interesting watching the Russian government, which basically the Russian Orthodox Church is now a puppet organization for the Russian government. Right. And watching how they're trying to use it as an instrument of influence within other countries. Yeah. It's very interesting. So, so uh, to combat that influence, the Ukrainian government has had to force them to reveal that they are not, that they are not the Ukrainian ones. Right. They're the Russian ones. We should do something about online posts. (laughs) Yes. And a requirement with Russia. Is this a, is this a, just a post, or is this a Russian post? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Dan. Yes? Germany uh, is considering uh, making uh, introducing a new tax, effectively, in uh, sort of their, their, their church tax system. Okay. Germany is one of those countries that collects... Essentially tithes. Yeah, you you declare which religion that, that you are, and right. then they just collect it in your income tax or whatever, and, and then, then give it to the church. They give it to the church, right? right? And it's one-stop shop. It's given It's some bullshit to, is what it is. It's a little bit of bullshit. Uh, because there's a there's a it creates this blurring of the lines between separation of church and state and bloody blah. Well, right? it also makes it sort of this compulsory thing where you either have to 
you have to spell out that you're not of a religion or that you don't want to continue giving mm-hmm. or you will just compulsorily give to a church. Yeah. And I hate that. I, do, I, I would too yeah. if I lived in Germany. Yeah. Uh, however, they're, 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 they're considering something that I think is very interesting. Uh, they're, uh, they're looking at doing a mosque tax. Oh. So if you've declared that you're Muslim, mm-hmm. you would be taxed the same way. They would collect the money and then they would give it to the sort of Muslim churches. They not weren't churches, do- Muslim mosques. They weren't doing that uh, before? They were not doing it. Oh, um, weird. They've, they've only done it for Christian groups <laughs> up until this point. Um, and I wonder if there have been some Muslims who weren't paying attention and were getting taxed and it was just going to some Christian church. I think it has to do with what you declare, like what box you check, right? You're Lutheran. All right. Lutheran money. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, this is seen as a move to, uh, uh, lessen foreign, uh, influence over Germany's mosques. Huh? Uh, because right now there's a lot of foreign groups that give to mosques right. and uh, sort of prop them up and supply them with imams, et cetera, et cetera. And they're often more uh, fringy type yeah. versions of Islam right. where a lot of this yeah, money yeah. comes they're from. Extremism. I know Saudi Arabia, ex- like they they fund mosques wildly Left around right. the globe yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they get this sort of wahhabist uh and then they get a little bit of ideology exactly pumped in um and so this w- this is actually being supported by a wide swath of people um oh. in fact uh, progressives or i guess maybe more liberals and conservatives alike as well as um more progressive um uh, Muslims yeah. in the nation are all looking at this and going, well, this is actually a really, this could be a good thing. Um, if nothing else, founder of, I'm sorry, what? If nothing else, it seems fair. Like, if they're going to do, do it for Christians, I mean, at least at exactly. least it's starting to kick in a little bit of fairness. But also, yeah, it's interesting to, uh, to say, look, you're going to get the funding you need from your, from, from your, 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 Patricianers. What is the word I'm looking for? Is that a word? Did I just say a word? Anyway, from, from the your pe- community. From the people who go to your church. Yeah. <laughs> when in doubt, just go with a different word. Yeah. Uh, no, the, there's a progressive mosque um, in Berlin, uh, the founder of which, or uh, one of the founders of, of, the, of this group, maybe the founder, who knows, Sarin Eitz, um, she has this to say, uh, Islam in Germany has a huge influence from outside, from foreign countries. Uh, German Muslims have to stand up themselves. They have to take care of their own religion here in Germany. So Muslims in Germany should do something for Islam in Germany. Hmm. Um, it, it's, it's kind of an interesting thing. I'm against these kind of taxes in general, but like you said, fair is fair. If they're going to do it for one, they might as well do it for the other. And if it has the, the, the side effect of also being a, a means of ensuring that the money, that this outside influence is, is minimized, I think, I think it's a great idea. 
Yeah, I mean, I, that, I mean, I think that's a positive thing. Probably, probably. Who yeah. knows? Who know? I mean, who I mean, knows? They might still happen. be getting the foreign money, and they're going to be getting the the domestic money. Yeah, but maybe maybe now they're just funding the Wahhabists. Wouldn't that be great? Oh my god! Who knows? But it comes from their own their own people. So, I mean, it's not it's not like Germans are going to be screaming about my money's going to a mosque. Of course, Americans would be screaming about that because they refuse to like actually understand what anything actually how anything is. works. Right. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I am going to take us to uh, the Indian city of Puri. Aha. Uh, over there on the east coast of India. Oh, yeah. Where there is a temple in, mm. uh, at the, at the Jan- Jagannath Temple, uh, which has for the longest time, for centuries, had uh, these priests who control it and and run all the rituals and everything. Jagannath is apparently a... A revered deity in Hinduism and Buddhism and in uh, Jainism. What? Yeah, they share. Don't worry, it's okay. How weird! No, yeah. I don't like that at all. Uh, this, the 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 temple itself is 12th century, mm. so it's been around for a while. Yeah, thousands of people come each year to 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 see it. Right. Yeah. And the priests uh, that take care of it are all theoretically uh, they're. It's uh, derived from lineage, from your from your your heritage. You oh. you inherit priesthood in this group oh. um, from King Anagabima. Excellent, well done, Dan. Nailed it. Uh, anyway, this this king uh, basically declared himself to be the sole deputy of Jagannath. Oh. And then uh, all of his descendants were the ones who got to be the priests. Well, apparently, I mean, and we've reported on things like this happening throughout India. Uh-huh. Uh, the courts are getting involved because these temples and stuff theoretically belong to everybody. Right. Yeah. Uh, of course. So they're thinking that it's not fair for you to be able to become a priest. And the priests, by the way, are getting a little unruly. Like when you go there, they might harass you for money, based on <laughs> you know if if you want a certain ritual or rite or whatever, they'll they'll really apparently they'll really give you put the screws to you. Really? So uh, so high it's, pressure. They've been they've been, they've been putting people off lately. So uh, the 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 courts have ruled that. Uh, they're going to dissolve the 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 hereditary uh, nature of these priests. How, no courts can't just do that. This is this the, these are the, this is the will of gods. Well, right, deities. You, you, you think deities aren't 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 subject to courts? You cannot. How dare you? <laughs> the wrath of whatever that guy's name is of uh, Jagannath. Jagannath. He, oh my God, you're going to upset him? Yeah, so, yeah, they've... No, these are his priests. They're kicking these guys out. Or maybe, I mean, maybe they can reapply. But uh, but now the, the, the Indian Supreme Court is, is looking toward a, a merit-based priest system. Uh, oh my God, what about all these displaced priests? Are they like some kind of like job training type service like is there something that's, for them to that's what fall back on that's because what i mean like they themselves are asking. they know that's what you know 
that they're here's one priest who said we consider ourselves living relatives of the deity my ancestors served king oh man i'm not gonna say the name during the 13th century where do we go if our livelihood is taken away yeah yeah oh uh, so God. anyway just kicking them to the curb this is terrible and it is like it bring it does re- bring up a lot of questions about who owns the temple mm-hmm. about who has to manage it because it, it's it's all supported by donations from visitors so like who who's in charge when you know it 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 seems very squishy it all seems very squishy to me yeah but they'll figure it out there are no deeds to the property yeah i guess not i don't down know or i don't, I don't by some it does seem weird it seems like it just seems like at least through some sort of common law these people own that property these yeah, priests you, think, right? you know what i mean like it's handed down and if you're going to come to here in the family and they want to like you know harass it's that's their, that's their it's their business i mean it's it's a bad business practice they might want to come up with a new model yeah of some kind but a little bit more customer service oriented or or whatnot yeah you know? they just need but, they just need to get some american capitalists in there yeah somebody with an mba from some mid-level college clean that place right up just they'll just whip it into shape yeah give you like a good little script a little Do pre-approved it. You know, start. Welcome start, to the blah 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 temple. Right, I right. am so and so, and I will be your guide today. So Would some, you like some profit and loss charts going? <laughs> Are you here for healing? You, please follow brother so and so. Not anymore. Not anymore. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Here's a interesting, some interesting findings recently from Gallup. Okay. Survey uh, that they do on a fairly regular basis, almost probably an annual basis. Oh. Uh, they check in with the American public to see uh, which professions are sort of the most trusted, um, that are viewed by the public as the most honest, mm. right? Um, and uh, and among the, the list is clergy oh they ask about the clergy how do you feel how do you do how do you (laughs) feel about their honesty and their trustworthiness oh Um, it's a bad time to be asking that question (laughs) actually do you trust them uh the the number is at a historic low what do you think that number is who would say that they have very high or high opinion of the honesty and ethical standards of the clergy i mean it's still got to be kind of high because they're like the clergy still and people are still believers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fitty? 37%. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ indeed. That is how far they have fallen. Yeah, from their historic high in 1985 of, what do you think? 78 uh, 67% was okay. the highest that they've they've ever achieved since they started asking the question in 1977. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, 40, this in the most recent uh, survey, 43% rated uh, the clergy's honesty and ethics as average. <laughs> and 15% had a, ve- had a low or very low opinion of uh, 
of the clergy. Uh, others on the list, Dan, uh-huh. if you happen to be a nurse, a medical doctor, or a pharmacist, congratulations. Uh, your professions uh, are very highly rated. Uh, over two-thirds of Americans view these professions very, very favorably. What about podcasters? Um, I feel like nurses are eighty-four percent really actually. Eighty-four percent. Yeah. Uh, podcasters doesn't make the list. However, I guess maybe uh, what would we fall under? Probably none of the things listed here. Um, high school teachers, sixty percent. Police officers, fifty-four percent. Accountants still above the clergy, forty-two percent. <laughs> Funeral directors still above the clergy, at thirty-nine percent. Car dealers, uh, car dealers are actually eight uh, percent. Yeah, okay. Uh, along with members of Congress. <laughs> so the clergy at least have them beat. Oh yeah, and so, stockbrokers. God damn, that's a low bar. And lawyers and. Labor union leaders, mm-hmm. real estate agents, yeah, bankers, building contractors, and uh, journalists. A third of the nation feels positively fun that they can uh, trust journalists at thirty-three percent. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the, obviously, this uh, ebbs and flows with whatever's going on, sure. uh, and it would not surprise anybody, I'm sure, that. Uh, Catholics view their clergy at a much lower uh, level of honesty than <laughs> oh. Protestants do. Oh. Uh, the, the Catholics were something like 31% viewed them favorably, and Protestants were like 48%. Yeah, um, and that, that is, what's sad about that is that it's because Catholics have a unique problem where it's so centralized, like the the uh, the organization is so big mm-hmm. that they do shit like the shuffling around and stuff. And when they get caught, it's a huge number of people that get caught. Whereas if everything's decentralized and it's just one parish mm-hmm. and they happen to have had two, you know, yeah. evil people among them. They can just dismiss that as, I mean, that's two. The Catholics have like hundreds and hundreds and whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, your your opinion of the clergy is right. the guy who's right there. Right, exactly. Right, yeah. And he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. He did that thing that one time, but yeah. he's mostly, he's a good guy mostly. Yeah, when the Boston Globe first broke the story about, you know, the... the uh, the pedophile priest back yeah. in 2002. Yeah. That was that was a low point, obviously. Right. Um, but since 2012, uh, it's just been a very steady decline, decline. Yeah. for the general opinion of Americans I don't, about I don't, clergy. I don't, I don't have a particularly high opinion. Although, I will say this. You see somebody walking around with that collar on. Yeah. And you think a little differently about that person. I'm not sure what I think that's different. But I respond differently to a man in priestly garb yeah, than to just regular Joe on the street. Now, why I would have that response right. is funny to me, but it's true. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very serious what he's wearing. Yeah. It just feels, uh, it just feels like, huh. There's, a, there's authority. I kind of wanted, I kind of want to like buy myself some priest gear and yeah. just walk around in it. Well, they didn't just make that shit up. Yeah, I know. that stuff has evolved and the, over well, time. And they've spent some time 
they've done some they've done a lot of PR work to make sure that oh, yeah. that look has a certain uh, gravitas to it. Yeah, well, that's it's an image that's been tarnished of late. Yeah. But well, I mean that little white little square right there at your neck that yeah. is that says I'm a serious man. <laughs> it's, yeah, I am serious. What do what do you got there? A tie? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got a white tab. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, fool, idiot. All right, uh, I am going. You know, there's so the new year is coming, as you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, 2019. Ugh. Last year of the teens. Ooh. Uh, then we're on to the twenties. We get an actual decade again. Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The roaring twenties. We'll, we'll we'll all do the jitterbug. Um, but the. So we've reported on before. Do you remember hearing about Project Blitz? Uh, so this is the oh yeah yeah, yeah evangelical yeah. right the mm-hmm. crazy white right wing evangelical uh, playbook uh, to it's truly evil flood America with uh, state level and local level bills. Yep, all over the country. A lot of na- national motto stuff, and do and do do it so much that uh, even if most of them are challenged, a few of them squeak through. Right. Uh, their their whole idea is we'll get we'll get some through the cracks. Oh God. Uh, and they have uh, updated for 2019. Their uh, their their playbook is was 116 pages. Oh. It is now 148 pages. Oh my. Uh, oh boy! And basically, it's things like yeah, they want to try and ram through. Some of the laws are ridiculous, and I don't have any objection to putting those laws in because they don't mean anything. Laws like, for instance, uh, making sure legislation that ensures that a student in a public school has the right to pray, which they already do. That's right. well established. They can pray on their own. That legislation changes nothing. Right. Okay. Um, but they feel like it will be a stepping stone to other legislation. You know what I mean? But then they're also, yeah, they want to make sure that in God we trust license plates are available in every state. Right. Did you know that when they were going to do those here, and they're here, we, Utah has in God we trust license yeah. plates, they tried to make them the uh, the default? Well, it's one of the three defaults. Well, it's one of the if three. It's one of the three free ones, but it's not the default. If you just say I don't care, they won't give you that one. No. So the way that it works in Utah is, it's a random thing. If you say if you don't declare which one you want, they could send you one of the three. It could either be Ski Utah, the Arch one, or it could be that one. Really? It's one of the defaults. But it's not the default. They were going to make it the default. They were going to make it the only default. Yes. We have three defaults. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, so, yeah. so so they're working on that. Uh, the real one that they want the the one that's uh, disturbing that yeah. they're trying to do is uh, urging states to pass resolutions. Now you know uh, very well that resolutions don't actually have any enforceable meaning. Right. Right. They, they they're not laws. They don't do anything. They're just sort of a government declaring their own preferences. Gesundheit. Oh my goodness. Are you okay? That was terrible. Oh my god. Thank you though. Uh, Thanks for the health wishes. Yes, indeed. Uh, anyway, uh, they so they want this uh, project Blitz wants to make 2019 the year that states pass resolutions that favor sexual intercourse only between a man and a woman. 
Ah. Okay. Uh, they they justify it by saying that, you know, AIDS is really bad. <laughs> they don't like AIDS, so oh, so that's... we should be uh, we should be much more pro. Straight sex. Can't, straights can't get AIDS. You know, we used to go around saying, you know, you guys are like living in the 50s. These folks are living in the 80s. <laughs> like, they're just... Yeah. Go back to the 80s, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're yeah they're trying to make it about... It's about public health. Yeah. We hate the gays because of the health issue. Oh, God. Yeah. So, uh, watch for it. 2019, there will be a lot of... People, unfortunately, they didn't have their uh, their red tsunami that they had hoped for in the in the midterm elections. <laughs> yeah. So, who yeah. knows, who knows okay. what will happen? But watch, you, you keep an eye on your own state because uh, you you may need to to engage in a fight. They're yeah. they're going to they're going to be out there trying to flood oh, your state goodness. legislature with uh with bullshit. Lots of it. Yep. Uh, hey, if y'all have anything you'd like to tell us about, if your state is engaging in the bullshit and you want to let us know, you can write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while you're there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. That's right. Dan. Have you been watching Jim Baker's show again? You caught me. (laughs) I love Jim Baker so much. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, crazy old man. You buy six of his buckets, you're fed for life. Did you know that? Uh, that is a wait, fact. Is that how long it's supposed to last? Uh, no, that's just, it will kill I, you. I, uh, I'm just saying <laughs> the end of your life is coming quicker than you imagined. I, I've been going through them a little bit more quickly than that, Dan. Uh, <laughs> they are delicious. <laughs> Holy fuck. See the meals I've been making, Dan. Oh, it's, it's, it's just it, a slurry of uh, <laughs> the most delicious things. What's great is you can mix and match. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, don't need, you don't need no like high-speed, crazy blender system. <laughs> no, folks. No. This stuff comes ready it's, uh, for it's, all of your easy, through-the-straw consumption. It's like Blue Apron for the apocalypse. <laughs> anyway, uh, he, uh, he had a guest on his show recently. One Jeremiah Johnson, isn't that a name? Jeremiah Johnson, I know that name. Isn't, what is that name? Wasn't wasn't he a, a a frontiersman? Wasn't there a a movie? I want to say Robert Redford. Well, I don't know. As a as a frontiersman, wasn't it the as a trapper or something? The the, the, the founder of uh, Springfield on The Simpsons. I don't. Yes, that's Jeremiah Springfield. <laughs> Jedediah. Jedediah Springfield. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Jeremiah, no, that guy, I've heard this name before. He's, he says crazy shit. He's going places, this yeah. guy. Anyway, uh, he's, he's going to tell us all about, uh, how great the Donald is for our country and, and what good things are in store for us. Oh, well, thanks. He's guy. a prophet. You have something to tell us about Donald Trump today. And, and you said that Donald Trump has an iron grip 
or something. What does that yes. mean? I, yes, you know, back, I read that about what you said. Yeah, back in July of 2015, I had had a prophetic experience concerning Donald Trump that was released. That word was released around the nation. Yes. I didn't really follow him a whole lot. I was later connected to Lance Wall now and several others. Mm. But I had another uh, series of dreams uh, recently about Donald Trump, about an iron uh, grass that he had on the liberal agenda in America that God was really going to use him to really squeeze out some things that needed to come out. But also it was a word of warning. You know, sometimes when we dream, we don't make it up. It's just whatever God says. And actually that grip was so tight that it worried some people. I, I felt like in the dream that maybe even pride could become a factor in the days ahead that the church needs to be praying that the Lord has anointed Trump. He's given him kind of this authority in the nation. But sometimes when we grow successful, we can grow prideful. And I just think it's real important that the church prays for Trump, that as his grip tightens on the nation, that good things come because of it. Amen. Amen. Mm. Good word. You, you uh, said something in your book, I think, about the Daniel company. Yes. yes. God began to show me part of the help that Donald Trump needs is a Daniel company around him. The Lord highlighted Sarah Huckabee to me. The Lord <laughs> highlighted Mike Pence to me. I also believe it's a word for the church. You know, that Daniel company, that anointing that he carried, I think it's going to help Trump stay humble. I think he needs yes. men and women around him yes. that are going to speak the truth. Yes. We want to make sure that he's really walking in godliness. And so I kind of see these tools, this Daniel company. The Lord told me that Donald Trump's presidency will be defined by his character. You know, I wrote in the new book, uh, actually an encounter that I had where I saw a baby with the face of Donald Trump being taken into a nursery at a church. And there was an older woman that began to rock Donald Trump, a baby Donald Trump. And she began to sing this song over him. And the song was, Donald, you have a crooked way in you, but through the intercession of the church, God's going to change you. Oh. So I really believe that, yes, Donald Trump has been anointed by God. Yes, he has a role to play, but so does the church. That's where the prophets, that's where the intercessors, this Daniel company, I highlighted it in this new book, is going to come around him to help fulfill the purposes of God in our nation. I don't I, I I look I tried to look up Daniel Company to see what the hell he was talking about and all I found was a bunch of companies called Daniel and Company or Daniel Company. <laughs> right, of course. Construction is apparently what he's into. <laughs> how how ballsy do you have to be to declare yourself a prophet based on a shitty nightmare about a baby that looks like Donald Trump? Yeah. That is the that is a terrifying nightmare. Yeah. And I don't know how he can go around claiming that that's a dream that we should all be listening to, because that's crazy talk. People love telling other people about their dreams. Yeah, they do. Like, that's... Yeah, they do. Yeah, he's just kind of <laughs> taking it to a, a whole lot new level. Yeah, know? exactly. Usually when someone tells you about their weird-ass dream in which Donald Trump, a baby that's with the face of Donald Trump is getting rocked by a lady, usually... They're just trying to process something horrible that's happened to them. They don't try to tell you that that's, that means that you're supposed to act in a certain way. 
And that horrible thing that happened to them is Donald Trump was elected president. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Not awesome. All right. Well, we had some folks write into us. Uh, I will start. Uh, Jim from Australia ah, wrote, wrote into us. Hi, Dan and Frank. Well, hallelujah. God be praised. We here in Australia had no idea what had happened to our dear Archbishop uh, Dr. Pell. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i remind our, our listeners that we reported on uh, George Pell being, who, is, who was the number three guy at the Vatican till recently, mm-hmm. uh, who has now been convicted of uh, child molestation yep. uh, charges, and and there's been a and they're they're not allowed to report on it in right. Australia where it happened. So we've been broadcasting the news in. Yeah, we're we're trying to we're trying to hit one over the wall there. Uh, Radio Free Australia. Yeah, exactly. Welcome everyone. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. Uh, and and this is a uh, so yeah we're so yeah uh, sorry Jim goes on to say, um. We, we were not even aware that the media that there was a media ban placed on the court court proceedings. Huh. Uh, it has been a case of whatever happened to the multiple child abuse accusations leveled at Dr. Pell. Wow! Thanks, guys, for filling us in on the initial trial and the guilty findings. Many thanks for the information. Uh, we did hear that he and another high-ranking clergy uh, have been demoted by the Pope. We kn- we now know why. We also wondered how he came to be back at the Vatican without any comment on his trial here. Do keep us informed. I have been spreading the word as it as it is so far. So, I'll hail the internet. I guess yeah. for getting fantastic. The word out. Yeah, but he's got more. He's got more trials coming up, so they're not going to hear anything until the other trials are are completed. Oh wow! They don't want to taint the trials with the. Uh, because what if somebody went in, what if a jurist went into that trial as a juror, as a jury member, uh-huh. rather, uh, went into that trial with the knowledge that he's already been convicted of child molestation? Yeah. They might think he's a child molester hmm. if they went in with that now, no, like conviction in their minds. Anyway, <laughs> there you go. Uh, had another uh, email. This one is unsigned. It says, hey, guys, uh, just going through the backlog and listened to an episode involving Anglicans and Episcopalians. Uh, I have a short story about my local ones. I used to live across the street from an Anglican church. One day I was late getting my recycling out. The truck had passed my house, but it hadn't come to their side of the street yet. So I put my little recycling bin near, but not with theirs. They stole my clearly labeled bin, refused to give it back when we asked. What? I was I was still deistic at the time and had been considering giving this shirt this church a shout a shot, uh, but this ordeal sealed their fate. A bin they already had eight of was worth losing a lifetime of tithing money. I guess it wasn't even a full sized bin like theirs where it was a tiny collapsible one made of reusable shopping bag material. Oh, oh well. Nice. Guess huh. I should be thanking them for pushing me away even further. <laughs> Damn thieves. Ah, thieving Angl- Anglicans. All those Anglicans are just a bunch of thieves. They just <laughs> you boy, you put anything out in front of their 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 curb. It's theirs. That belongs to them. It's on our now. curb, it's ours. Forevermore. Don't uh don't leave your babes in strollers. No. Unattended. Suddenly they'll have a kid. All right. Uh 
We have some donors. We have donors to Dan. talk about. Um, have- I, I'm going to give us. A, I'm going to start us off. I'll launch in because uh, we have some some PayPal donors. Um, Lyle is uh, is is giving on on the monthly uh-huh. level. Uh, so thank you so much, Lyle. I think that puts him at a faithful. Nice. And uh, and we got Amber giving us a one time donation. Uh, so thank you to both so very very much. Yeah, and over on Patreon we have uh, uh, some some people to thank. We have a new faithful, okay, uh, listener Beth. Lovely, thank you. A new venerable listener, Brianna. We have a new saint. Woo! Amongst us, Dan. Woo! Uh, Philida. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then we need to thank. Uh, Jenny, she has been our Lord and Savior. She's been our top donor for for a while now, Dan. Yes, indeed. But this week, we had someone new swoop in. Oh, whoa. This is amazing, Dan. It's an incredible... It's. I mean, all the Lord and Saviors are incredibly generous, but this is a new level. Oh. This is a new height, Dan. Out of the park. Out of the park. Jen. Jen! Woo! Woo! So we got a Lord and Savior... We. Well, you know, we did believe in Jenny. Yeah. But now Jen has... But now uh, we have Jen. And I'm going to be working on an appropriate Jen or something. Okay. I don't have it yet. That's okay. You work on it. I'll work on it. Uh, I will remind our listeners, since this is this is the last moment that it's possible, but yeah. I will remind our listeners that if you become a new patron, as you're listening to this, it may still be December for you. Yeah. Uh, and, and so... Uh, one one month of all of our new donors uh will will be able to participate in the uh our our drive to help the freedom from religion foundation absolutely uh so everybody that signs up within the month of of december one month 20% of one month of their giving goes to the fufurf yeah. uh as does 20% of everything that we take in for absolutely. the month of december yep so thank you everybody so much it's uh it's been amazing a lot of people have come out uh, and shown up to start donating, uh, or donating rather. I like um, doning. Doning. Thanks. Well, it is what, is a, what does a donor do? <laughs> they, they don. Um, and uh, and we've had a lot of adjustments. People have adjusted up. Yes. Their their donation. And so uh, you know, thank you guys. It means a lot. Uh, it makes the show uh, makes the show keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it possible for us to keep going. And uh, and and this month we're 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 sharing. Uh, sharing the love, the love with uh, the fluffy. So, thanks again. Dan, uh, yes, sir. New Year's is upon us. New Year's Rock and Eve, yeah, is coming, and then after yeah. that, it'll just be it'll, it'll a new, be a new year, a new year, another year. Yeah, they happen. A they whole another year. Yeah, it's it's kind of how time works. <clears throat> <sighs> We're all time travelers. We just go forward at the regular rate. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So, kind of, kind of a. It's a time of the year, however, <laughs> when people their their minds turn to what they might want to do differently. 
huh. in, in the new year. Sure. There's a lot of people declaring that they're going to have a new habit mm. uh, or break old habits. Yeah, sure. Or it's about a lot of self-improvement. People decide they're going to lose weight, blah, 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 blah. Right. I, I like self-destruction. I'm going to I'm going to give up the gym and start smoking. Might as well, Dan. Sure. Might as well. It's it's, it's my life. You can do whatever you want. Do whatever I want. It is a new year. It's a new you. But we thought we'd uh <laughs> we thought what we'd do is uh is is make a suggestion. Yeah. For uh for for a very doable yeah. uh and and worthy we think uh resolution. Yeah. Because I think that like setting a goal to get something done that's probably I, the habit ones are so hard, and and mm. and you, if if you go to a gym, some some gym near you, you know that January and February, maybe even a little less than January, um, they're just filled with people just who are packed. ready to like they're gonna they're gonna have a new body for 2019, right? Right, lose some weight. By, build a little muscle, whatever it is. By May, it's empty again. By May, it's back to normal. I would say probably by March, it's back to normal. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, um, those those ones are hard. You're changing your life in a way that requires effort every single day. And so we were thinking about something that maybe you could just decide to do, something to get done. And it's not that it will be easy. Mm. This is not an easy thing that we're proposing. And it, this It can be. It doesn't have to be hard. Well, it depends on your situation, <clears throat> right? Um, and that's the idea of coming out as an atheist. Yeah. Uh, what, I think what... Or, or taking some step in that... In, in, or toward it. In the direction of visibility sure. for atheism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> One of the problems that we have, and you and I have talked about this a lot, uh, is that atheists hide. Uh-huh. Uh, it's easy to hide your atheism. You don't have to say it, and nobody can see it on you. It's, we don't, right. we don't uh, tattoo the mark of the beast on everyone's forehead yet. <laughs> Working on that. That'll happen. But That's more of a 2020. Yeah. But for resolution. now, this year, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of atheists in a lot of closets, uh -huh. and that's reasonable. There are good reasons why that happens. Well, it's an incredibly, uh, or historically, it's been incredibly stigmatized. Yes, indeed, to, to be atheist, uh, lower on the trust pole than yeah. than rapists at one point. Yeah, now Americans tend to be fairly indifferent. On their views of atheists, yes, they're warming to sort a thaw. <laughs> Still on the on the cooler side of indi of indifferent, but yes. it's it's we're we're approaching that. We're kind of in the middle. Uh, we're kind of it's us versus Muslims, really, as far as like, yeah, it's neck and neck for who's the worst in the world. <laughs> um, but I, a part of this, a big part of this, is a problem of visibility. Yeah, because people don't know that their friend and colleague at work is an atheist yeah. and they don't know that their neighbor who's really sweet and shoveled their walk is an atheist right. and they don't know any of this stuff. So there's, as we learned from, uh, from the gay community and the, and the civil rights mm -hmm. move, the gay rights movement, right. Uh, visibility is the key to everything. Absolutely. Knowing that your nephew is, uh, is an atheist or right. was gay is, is the key to people's minds Right. changing and this has been shown yeah right like people have looked into it it's true if you know any if you know a gay person it's just you are more likely to view them favorably right or to at least the, not gay the gay community as a, as a whole favorably right exactly 
Yeah. So, uh, so our suggestion is take a step. Yeah, and this is up to you. Well, this- yeah, what the step is, uh, we're not saying that you have to, you know, just... I mean, if you want to put on a sandwich board and march around downtown with a bell, with a bell, just, just ringing like, that fucker, you know, uh, that may hear not, ye, hear ye. that may not go the way we want it to. Uh, that particular <laughs> choice might uh, might not do good things for the atheist uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, community, but it'll certainly be visible. You might get some press. You never know. Um, but but yeah, if you if you decide that you want to tell a family member that doesn't know. Yeah. Or if you decide that you want to, you know, even even if you really can't come out. And there are people whose livelihoods will be at risk, right. even though well, they shouldn't be. We know that we have listeners who attend church still. Yes. Right? Because that's their situation. They have they have figured it out. And they're like, you know, this this is still required of me. But maybe there's something there you can do. Maybe it's, you know, in sort of a Mormon context, uh, not taking that calling. Yeah. You know, or kind of minimizing your involvement or, or may, maybe you've thought about not going to church anymore. Yeah. And you, this is the year that you stop. Yeah. You just say, you know what? My butt in that pew means something mm-hmm. and I'm going to not grant my visual assent to this right. for this year. And maybe you're not ready to tell everyone that you're atheist. Right. But at least you're not going to go to church. Yeah. Your absence uh, is a thing. Yeah. The other thing, you know, and it may just be now... A lot of our listeners, you know, you don't listen to a show called Thank God I'm Atheist. A lot of our listeners are already fully out of the closet. Abs- yeah, of course. Some yeah. of them obnoxiously so. Uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, one of the things that you can do uh, if you're already, you know, out and proud uh-huh. is find yourself a little protege, oh. you know, someone, someone who isn't as out and isn't and as scared and isn't mm-hmm. as open and just you know, let guide them to a step. Lend them some support. <clears throat> yeah, friendship. None of this has yeah. to be. Everybody has to be out of the closet all the way right now, and everybody has to be, you know, mm-hmm. loud and proud. Mm-hmm. But you know, one step, one little, one little thing along that way. A lot of this is practice anyway. You'll find that you that you gain that you're emboldened mm-hmm. the more you do it. Right. So if you tell someone at work, you know, if if someone at work suggests. You know, we should all have a Christmas party and let's let's pray about it. You right. know, let's pray. If you're if you are the one who's bold enough to say, you know what, that might make some of us uncomfortable, and I'd prefer that we didn't pray, but let's have the party and let's all have a good time. Yeah, little moments like that have ripples. Mm, that's true. You know, if you're mm. the if you if you if you're bold enough to be the one who can uh, who can kind of just ask people to be more respectful. Yeah, I think that's great. I, so, yeah, I think that's wonderful. 2019, I yeah. think for for all you TGIAers out there, yeah, I, I think it's a good year to uh, to consider taking some more steps. Add another bumper sticker to your car. <laughs> yeah, you've already know. got so many. Yeah, uh, you're 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 that <coughs> you're that far out as an atheist. Well, get another one. Yeah, exactly. Put it on somebody else's car. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. Honk, I'm atheist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boy, you might get some honking. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, but but you know, it's not it it is this is not a suggestion that without peril. There is some danger to it. Matter of fact, as a matter of fact, since you brought up uh bumper stickers, I did see someone post on Facebook a little bit ago 
that they had their window broken, likely because of atheist bumper stickers. Yeah. People, we can't guarantee that everyone's going to respond well to it. Yeah. And and we wouldn't want to delude you like that uh, because people, a, a lot of people can, you know, have had very, very negative experiences. Yeah, I know. Families disowning. Yeah. Uh, but it can be hard. It can be really, really hard. But, but I think that there's the, a lot of rewards for you personally, I think, on the other side. I think so, too. And even families that react badly. Ten years, five years down the line. They come around. Often come around. Some, yeah. Not all. Not all of them come around, but a lot of them come around. I mean, my family has pretty much come around. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you just went and had and, and had Christmas, and your boyfriend came with you. Yeah. So, you know, it's it, it can be amazing what can happen. Yeah. It's, it's not guaranteed, but, you know, if you handle yourself well, then at least you know you're being true to you. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and here's the deal. And this, this is this is the honest truth. Mm-hmm. When you come out as an atheist or likewise as a gay person and or whatnot, when you come out and you tell your, your you start being honest and real with everybody in a way that they may not like. Right. Um, you know, you can lose friends mm-hmm. in the process. Um, you gain other friends in time. Yeah. Right. Um, if it causes a rift with your family, you'll find. A chosen family. Yeah. Right? Like, like the, there are people out there who are going to love you for who you are. And, and that's and that's, th- that's almost a fact. And that's right? a precious thing. Yeah. Because the people that you're going to lose, they don't know it right now, but they don't love you for who you are. Yeah. Those that's people, true. Those people love you for who they paint you to be. Right. And, you know, if you come out to someone and they, and, and they reject you, uh-huh. they never loved you for you. They loved you for the you that they thought you were. And if it's your parents, they might have some work to do. But that's their work to do. That's right. Don't take that work from them. Yeah. They'll be a better person at the other end of the whole thing. Yep. Yep. So, so, uh, so that's that's our challenge to you. Uh, <clears throat> this is not the first time we've 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 rung this bell, but we're ringing it. <laughs> we it's 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 an important uh, uh-huh. uh, marching call, and uh, and a good thing to to make. Your goal for the for, for I the think year. it's a good one. It's a good one. I normally uh, shy away from the whole resolution thing. I think they're funny. <laughs> I'll come up with funny resolutions, <laughs> right? Not, uh, but I, you know, I don't. I really don't take it as a, a. I take it as an opportunity because it's such an easy time to reflect on one's life right. to do that reflection. But I often the whole resolution thing is feels it can feel a little empty or, are you taking this one on are you gonna are you gonna take a step are you gonna do a thing in 2019 oh god damn it how much more do i have to do dan you have to do it <laughs> well oh, you think being a podcaster i'm for a podcaster. seven years is it gets you out i of don't this? know it's something isn't it <laughs> it is something but i think you and i still there's still more work that there's we still can more do. work we can do so man. like well, I, I don't know what I it is commit, but I, I take on i will the commit challenge. to taking a step i will figure out a step to take i will right. find a way to uh to take someone by the hand or to do something, I'll find a way to to come out a little bit more or to, to increase. Yeah. I've visibility. got a bumper sticker. Uh, actually, it's more of a license plate bracket. Do you? I do, yeah. What does yeah. it say? It says, uh, Jesus saves souls and redeems them for valuable uh, cash and prizes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> it's it's the Price is Right version. I like it. <laughs> um, however, maybe I'll do something other than that. Yeah. I do care for my car. Yeah, I'm not going to. I may not put anything <laughs> on my car. But, I don't want my anything to happen. But everybody's car. activism looks a little different. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll find our own. I'm going to wear more atheist t-shirts. How's that? Ooh. Fancy. That's a th- that's a thing. Sure. You know. Yeah. Why not? Indeed. That's that's we got them. You said it can be small. <clears throat> it can be. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't. I mean, and the other thing is, it's not about pleasing us. It's just about pleasing you, helping the world a little bit. Yeah. So do it at, at yeah. your own pace, uh, in your own way. Oh, yeah. Indeed. All right, guys. All right. Well, we sure appreciate you. Yeah, indeed. Hey, if you have a way that you would like to show the world that you're atheist and you'd like to tell us about it, write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash atheist, and click that like button. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It's a closed group. But we will let you in. Yes, indeed. Hey, thanks so much to, speaking of Facebook, to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the Facebook page. And to Danny and Sarah for uh, being admins and moderators or whatever they are <laughs> in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. Yes, indeed. Uh, what else do we say? Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, that's it. Uh, thanks, thanks for everybody. your support. Yeah, we, and we appreciate it. And may you have that. a happy new year. Cheers! Cheers.